1: A fine morning to you, laddies. That right. just
0: a morning. Is that's what happened. It's, it's just a, it's it's just funny, a morning. Just every morning.
1: It's not even the top of the morning. It's just morning. <laughs> morning. Uh, welcome back from hiatus. How were your hiatus? Hiatuses? Hi-
0: hi- <laughs> I didn't we know we were going to get surgical. <laughs> Goodness. Um, uh, we should do, I we're going to, I don't want to do a, a whole lot of, uh, you know, filling you in on my deep personal details, but I do think that we should at least go around and say what was the best new to you movie in the spirit of Ben Lott, who kind of owns this, in my view, best movie new to you uh, over the the month. The thing you were most excited about having watched this month. Well, you start. I didn't have. A good, as I said, <laughs> I didn't know there were going to be questions in a quiz. <laughs> uh, I I can do it. Uh, I can absolutely do that. Um, I, well, there were there. God, there's so many. There's so many. I don't even know what I'm going to do. Uh, I deeply enjoyed uh, two foreign films: The Beauty Inside, uh, and even more than that, Shoplifters. Um, which I managed to see at the um, uh, the little Chautauqua Cinema, the classic, uh, old school balcony Chautauqua Cinema in our our annual trip out east this year, and I'm telling you guys, I adored that movie. Um, yeah. from um, amazing child performances, it was in that just film. stunning, stunning child performances that movie uh, from uh, uh, Hirokazu Koreeda. Uh, I absolutely moved by this movie. We we also managed to sneak in Free Solo. Have either of you seen this one? Free Solo? I have not. Oh, you guys. I want you to see, I know it's a documentary, but I want you to see it because I don't know how to feel about our central protagonist here, Alex Honnold. He he is a difficult guy <laughs> to to relate to. Uh let alone the fact that he actually decides to climb El Capitan without a rope. Um his just the way he relates the world is is fascinatingly portrayed in this movie by filmmaker jimmy chin who is also a nutcase to 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 film movies the way he films movies so uh those are two that are three i guess that are really high on my list over this july break uh all right who's next i saw a few good movies over the
1: month of july while we were on break um I think that the for me, the the highlight probably was the art of self-defense, which just did everything perfect the way that like it was exactly what I love in a movie. (laughs) Just like the performances, the way that the the story unfolded, the the tone of the movie. Uh, I thought Jesse Eisenberg did an amazing job of playing just kind of this really meek character um and the way that he un- unfolds and kind of blossoms <laughs> into kind of this uh guy who's more uh willing to defend himself uh through these karate classes and uh, really just kind of the way the rest of the story unfolds it's a really interesting almost you could say like a modern take on fight club and i just had an absolute blast with it so the art of self defense was my highlight but uh, i think uh, under that, I would say I also really loved Midsummer, which we've talked about quite a bit on Discord. I think that uh, it's a love it or hate it type of movie. And uh, I just fell in the love camp. I just think it's such a, a memorable movie. I really loved it. And then uh, last for me would be Never Look Away, which was a, a best foreign film nominee uh this past year at the oscars and uh for me it is the film that should have won i think it uh is the best of the lot it was such an amazing uh journey i really love what uh florian florian henkel von hammersmark is that uh, the director's name always uh yeah florian henkel von donnersmark um uh, does some really interesting storytelling and so um those would be the three that really stand out for me
0: Oh, I haven't seen any of those yet, and I I so wanted to, especially the art of self defense, because I feel like even when we talked, we've talked about that as a trailer pick, and even yeah. then, I pretty much knew it was going to be uh, a movie made hand to glove, Andy Nelson.
1: It's um, it also might fall into the midsummer camp, or it might be a love it or yeah. hate it type of movie. <laughs> I just happen to be very much in the love camp <laughs> on that one. <laughs>
0: And I'm okay with that. That's okay. All right, Steve. What you what you
2: see? Uh, it was a hiatus.
0: So you weren't. So you didn't see any movies. I didn't watch, <laughs> a, thing. watch a whole. I was, <laughs> okay. actually
2: July's really busy for work with me, so I didn't. I I'm looking at my letterbox, and I'm like, wow, I watched like a whole bunch of movies, and then the first week of July, and then nothing. Uh, no, I haven't gotten the chance to get out to see anything as far as. I, uh, I've been spending time catching up on some of the stuff from the nineties with, with the family, uh, with the kids a little bit. So I guess the, the thing that I was most excited to see was actually at the very end of the month. And that's, I'm prepping for my next, uh, criterion channel series that I'm tackling. Uh, Ray and I sort of made a, a pact to, to tackle a series together. And the first one in that is cameraman, the life and work of Jack Cardiff, which was a really fascinating, Documentary not only chronicling his just lengthy career, but just also some really insightful and entertaining stories in the film industry. He has a great story about Marlena Dietrich and how you know she she was had an amazing sense of of light you know lighting and camera all that so that's the i guess the the one high point of my July of new to me films is is that documentary that that's kicking off this whole series i'm working my way through on the criterion channel cuz i'm i'm looking and now vi- revisited a lot of stuff but uh nothing brand new out there i i it's too hot to go outside
1: <laughs> <laughs> well did you see the paper uh today we have an excessive uh heat warning yeah. right now in phoenix yeah, so, so i'm, I'm planning is... to get
2: out to see some things that's you know now that i'm on the the other side of a, a big mountain
0: of work so that's
2: yeah. my plans
0: well i it, all of my thoughts over the last month it, in terms of what has happened in in uh the media wars have drifted back To Andy Nelson. Now, you know, we have this uh the the Blot Nelson zone, (laughs) uh, where these guys just they manage to see so many movies, uh more movies than any human can ever can ever do. You think they don't work, they don't they don't tuck their kids in at night anymore, they just see movies all the time. It's like they're goggles. They're always movies (laughs) and in their heads, and their fingers are on these little keyboards writing letterbox reviews all the time. Now. Why do my thoughts drift to, uh, to Andy Nelson? Because the big challenge uh, that comes with the streaming wars is Disney+. Plus. Ah, and yes. the fact that they are, that <laughs> Kevin Feige has come out and has said, we are making these sh- ostensibly shows, these series on D- Disney+, Plus, part of canon for the Marvel Cinematic Universe. This blurring of the line of media is, I think, finally going to start chipping away at Andy's uh, inability, heretofore uh, uh, lack of ability to watch TV, don't you think? He's finally going to have to step up and watch some series short-form media content. And I, for one, am deeply moved by the future that comes of this. I think this could be, we could topple the wall. Uh, Mr. President, bring down the wall.
1: <laughs> what I'm looking forward to the most is when we get to the WandaVision minute. <laughs> we start watching the show minute by minute <laughs> for part of oh the gosh. Uh, Marvel Movie Minute podcast. That's right. Wow. Oh, wow. this is each minute of each show. <laughs>
0: uh, this is big, right? I mean, I don't think we've yeah. had a chance to talk about the the phase four uh, release and uh, what what that means for us. Do you have do you have thoughts? Uh, you know, it's
1: like eating an elephant, Pete, <laughs> one bite at a time. I that is so far away from the the hip that we've been working on of this big elephant. I uh, I'm not
0: I have no idea. Are we on, on the hip? Andy? I think <laughs> we are we're working away at the crusty enamel of a toe.
1: <laughs> you know, I, I I'm excited. I actually am really excited for all the stuff that they're putting forward. I do think it's interesting that um that phase 4 consists of five films and five TV shows. So that that I think is interesting that they really are It's not just like, you know, one TV show in the mix. I mean, they're really putting quite a bit of of story into the TV aspect that is part of the phases now. And so uh, it's, it's very interesting to kind of see how they're moving forward. And, you know, I'm really curious just kind of how everything is going to evolve. And I think we've got some time before we really start. Um, seeing how it all unfolds but uh, yeah I'm, I'm actually very excited to start watching it and uh, i'm looking forward to it i i really hope that disney plus is something that ends up on the uh, uh as one of my app options when i'm at the gym <laughs> because right now it's great having netflix i can i can plow through the marvel shows that are over there but at some point i'm going to want to start watching some of those while i'm uh on the treadmill so
0: Oh. Uh, well, I'm very excited about it. No, I think cool it, it is an interesting thing of note, in, in particular that um, that these movies uh, and these TV shows are actually under Kevin Feige because these the the TV shows that we've had so far, Agents of Shield and all the net, the um, the Netflix stuff, Netflix have shows. not been under Kevin Feige. So I think the promise of, and I'll say Agents of Shield in particular because we had those sort of the the crossover ish stuff in the early seasons, Uh, the promise that a lot of us fans had was that, that it was going to be more deeply integrated, but because it was, you know, it it wasn't managed even under the same people, the movies and TV were completely separate. This is hopefully going to make good on the promise that started all the way back then, that that they have actually integrated and will be integrating to a, uh, a significant degree uh, just as we expected agents of shield to be. Uh, all these new Disney plus shows. So um, here's another service that, you know, we need to get excited about. Wow. And so it's interesting that
2: you mentioned, you know, Kevin Feige calling it Canon because I, I just yesterday listened to the first two episodes of season three of the deconstruction workers podcast, where they tackle the topic of Canon and how it gets defined and who decides and particularly the complexities with the harry potter universe that they ended up having to create five categories of canon because there's the original canon alternate canon meta canon because <laughs> they have to deal with what jk rowling says on twitter and whether that's considered canon and i think the the marvel universe has that same complexity because you've got of course you know original canon which is going to be the comic books you've got the mcu which is its own sort of alternate canon figuring out how these TV shows fit in is a different, you know, because it puts it it, Andy's position sort of, you know, highlights this of you've got the people that are fans of the movies, but I may not have time to see all the TV shows. so does not seeing those TV shows that are part of Canon is that going to take away from my experience of the Marvel cinematic Universe canon and and how do you how do you reconcile this as a as a fan to to know you're getting the the, I don't know the best experience of of the true story, the true canon of what they're trying to do? It's
1: a really
2: interesting topic to try to tackle with this
1: well, And that's an interesting point that that you mentioned there, because we already saw this with Solo when it came out, because it was the first example of that, really, where uh, out of the blue, I think you had this kind of surprise reveal at the end of that film that was pulling from the Clone Wars TV show. Which is an animated show that, uh, you know, a number of fans had watched. But I think a lot of people who had never watched it were like, what the hell is he doing here? I thought he was dead. It was a very strange reveal that I think made a lot of people upset. Like, there's no, I don't even understand what this is all about. Um, And then people are like, well, you have to have watched the show and it's season five. So it's obviously you have to be a fan of it to get that deep into it. It's an interesting thing that, uh, I, I, I don't know, I, I felt like the audience reaction was a little stronger in that context saying, maybe this isn't a good idea. Yeah. So it's interesting that they are doing yeah. it.
0: Yes. <laughs> anyway, well, you know, I mean, they, they, at some point they have to answer the question is, have we earned it yet? And I, I wonder if they, if, if they have in a way that Star Wars hasn't uh, quite. Uh, the the fact that all of the movies have been in some way in the MCU have been in some way co- interconnected. Um, and, yes. and so there is, you know, a 22 movie, 23 movie long sort of thread. Uh, it, it does does that give us a, a place to. Uh, to sort of land in in terms of the market acceptance of this, you know, cross platform, you know, what is a movie <laughs> kind of question uh that that Star Wars doesn't yeah. have or hasn't had that yeah. you know it was this it was the Skywalker story and this other thing it wasn't supposed to be I don't please I don't get it grandma what are they doing I I think maybe Marvel's in a better position here certainly Disney's in a better position
1: I'll be curious to see once we finally get to see some of these episodes, if they design it, like if the filmmakers actually tell the stories kind of like what uh, like the Serenity Firefly example where, you know, he made the film for fans who were fans of the show, but also so somebody who had never watched the show could go in and you could pick up the backstory Pretty quickly. And I think that was a smart way to kind of do that. And uh, who knows? I mean, they could do that here where we have just enough exposition to get a sense. Like uh, the one example that I think that they've talked about a number of times was WandaVision leading into Doctor Strange and the multiverse of whatever it is, multiverse of... Uh, insanity? What is it? I it's uh, the
0: multiverse enough. of
1: madness. Multiverse of madness. <laughs> right. Multiverse of insanity. Uh, and, uh...
0: <laughs> the multiverse of uncertainty.
1: <laughs>
0: multiverse of hey, that's weird.
1: Oh right. yeah, all these multi the and they all exist. <laughs> they do. Pete. They, they, they didn't until I said them. That's what's amazing. So now they you just now they exist. Them. <laughs> yes. Now they exist. But it's it's a good example of like you know will we get enough hints in the movie that kind of give us a sense of what happened in WandaVision for people who didn't watch it. So, so I don't know. I guess we'll wait and see. But uh, I am curious
0: how they're going to do that. One of the things that was asked in over in Discord is just how close, now that we know the reveal of all the Phase 4 stuff, how close is all of that to the massive rumor dump that came out immediately before it uh, that Steve totally dismissed as nonsense (laughs) (laughs) it feels like we need just a quick reckoning (laughs) to see how well the marvel insider uh got it i just don't remember like it's like this
1: whole conversation
0: that apparently we had that i don't recall (laughs) <laughs>
1: yeah
2: it was it was a whole like fanfic you know speculation and they're just you know things people wanted to happen and some things they were drawing out of you know the actual comics of storylines they wanted and it was just a right. mishmash of of speculation
0: okay well here's yeah. here is what, what. what i have here's the link. reckoning okay. Uh, okay open and i'm looking at the things that were um uh, that were released uh, number one is obviously Spider-Man Far From Home, which now we know Mysterio is from a parallel dimension, but is a criminal there and is controlling the elementals in order to masquerade as a hero and usurp Iron Man. Oscorp is revealed to have purchased Stark Tower. So, you know, ha- yeah, some. Yeah, uh, there's a dash. Uh, Black Half. Widow, Florence Pugh, is introduced as Yelena Belova, the new Black Widow. That's She is in it. Uh, the Eternals. Richard Madden is playing the main character, Icarus. The Eternals will uh, be pivotal to the cosmic MCU. I think that's true. I'm pretty sure that Richard Madden is is uh, uh, Icarus. I don't have that one in front of me, so see if that's true. Uh, Black Panther 2. Killmonger will appear in the spiritual plane. I don't think we've had any notice of Black Panther 2.
1: No, in fact, I mean, what we did learn is that it's not part of yeah, Phase no. Four, um, neither that nor Guardians Three, nor yeah. Captain Marvel right. Two. Uh, so that's that was, I think, an interesting thing all those to learn. About feels all like that, we're so.
0: we're supplanted by all these Disney Plus properties. Uh, Doctor Sh- uh, mm-hmm. Shang Chi, the Mandarin, is rumored to be rumored to be Shang Chi's father. We don't know. I don't know about the the narrative plot, but then we know the Mandarin is in it
1: yes right yes.
0: and uh because his father i
1: think was um fu manchu and i think that they opted to not yeah. go that route because it was a little um a little <laughs> less politically correct character. <laughs> right right and uh so, <laughs> right okay so it'll be interesting to see uh what they do with the mandarin but yes i i don't know if he is
0: supplanting um
1: Fu Manchu right. as the How father. How about
0: Doctor Strange 2? Christine Palmer, Wong, Mordo, and the Ancient One will appear. Lord Nightmare will be the villain. Mordo will be a complex, sympathetic antagonist like Loki. Clea and Brother Voodoo will be featured. Asian actor side for Clea. Parts of the movie will be set in the 1980s. Who knows? I don't think uh, we. Some some of that is narrative stuff, but I think Lord Nightmare is the villain. I think mm-hmm. that we. Who knows? Yeah. Isn't that a part of the yeah. universe of madness? No idea. All right. Well, uh, and then, uh, Loki anthology chronicling how Loki, uh, shape human historical events. That's, that's good. Hawkeye. Got it. Uh, Falcon and the winter soldier. Got it. Uh, Falcon and Bucky working together. Uh, let's see. They, they, uh, this was an interesting one. The government, the, they worked together with a new government, government sanctioned Captain America. Uh, which is the the twist there, I think, that we didn't know. Falcon and Bucky have to work together with a new government-sanctioned Captain America to stop terrorists from destroying the United Nations. My understanding is that's because the new government-sanctioned agency didn't want Falcon to become Captain America, and that's that's part of the conflict. So that could right. be true. We just don't know yet. So That um, we'll know in the fall of next year. Wanda Vision, Vision gets a rebuild. Wanda tries to give him a soul, and instead, he gets possessed by a dark force. We don't know about the narrative, but certainly the show is coming. Correct. I, we did pretty well, right? right? Probably more than half. <laughs> <laughs> and if we're shooting for just a barely above failing grade,
2: yeah, I think we achieved success. Sure. sure. So, somebody got a copy right. of a memo with right. show
0: titles on it, and then they, <laughs> and they made stuff okay. up. Okay. <laughs> Good job, leaker. <laughs> All right, enough of this. Uh, should we do trailers? Let's do it. All right, Mr.
1: A24. That's right. I was hoping somebody would pull a red band. There was a, a fun red band that was released. But...
2: Yeah, but we, but I decided that we were going to go know, by Steve different criteria and force higher to, to, to new make choices
1: for us. I know it really did. Uh, I am looking at the new Robert Eggers trailer for The Lighthouse, which is drama. It's drama. This is a drama film. (laughs) <laughs> Drama, fantasy, horror, as as it is called by IMDb. Uh, it is the story of two lighthouse keepers on a remote and mysterious New England island in the 1890s. It is a cast consisting of Willem Dafoe and Robert Pattinson. There are There is another actress in the film as a mermaid, but largely it is the, a story of these two guys. And what it looks like from the trailer is they pretty much kind of slowly go mad stuck on this island in a stormy sea at this lighthouse shot in black and white in a uh, a 1.33 to 1 aspect ratio, Uh, looks like a really interesting film. I thought that Eggers... Uh, told a really interesting story with the witch, or as uh, Tommy likes to say, the, the bitch. It's, it's a really creepy film. And I think that's what Eggers does best is create stories that have just a real kind of just a, a sense of dread to them. I feel like this film also is carrying that sense of dread with the overall tone, just the sense of madness that you feel in the trailer, I think, is going to really feel that way in the film. When you hear uh, Willem Dafoe as his character saying, "Um, how long have we been here? Has it been five weeks or has it just been two days? Uh, You know, I think that speaks to kind of this, this madness that these guys are feeling as they start slowly going insane. Uh, I had a great time watching this trailer, and I cannot wait to check this one out. It's coming out in October. What do you guys think? Reminded me of uh,
2: I, the feel I got from it was very similar to like Shutter Island, where you've got mm-hmm. just a, a lost sense of what's really real when, when you're the characters that you're following don't have a firm grasp on reality, uh, which I really am intrigued by I have not seen the yet it's on my <laughs> list of things to see but I I like the style of what I'm seeing here in the in this trailer I love the black and white I think I'm really excited to see what this does for for Robert Pattinson who sort of has gone under the radar just sort of you know, popping up occasionally. Maybe this is going to be where he can really show his his skill and talent and put to rest all those concerns about him as as the Batman.
0: Um, so I'm, I'm really looking forward to this. Oh, one. me too. I think the feel of it is just fantastic, right? You get this I, I just love this idea of an, an American black and white art house film in 2019 that looks like it was yeah. straight out of 1946, yeah. you know, I mean, it just has that real, yes. that beautiful historic feel to it. So I'm, I'm very excited about it. I hadn't seen this uh, until just this morning, even after you posted it. I've been behind on trailers and I, I was really regretting I didn't get to it first.
1: well it certainly is one that i look forward to uh, steve convincing jj that they need to watch down the road for a trailer rewind (laughs) that will be the day uh like i said this is an october release right now it's scheduled in the u.s and indonesia uh for october 18th those are the only places with release dates so uh uh, check it out if you're in one of those two countries if not sorry (laughs) (laughs)
0: Uh awesome. Oh. Uh Steve, what do you got?
2: <laughs> what do I got? I got a trailer that people have been waiting like years for, it seems like. Uh there was a little teaser. I mean, I don't even know if you call it a teaser like during the Oscars. It was just sort of like, "Hey, this movie's coming." And then there was a teaser uh, a little while ago, but the first trailer for Martin Scorsese's The Irishman, uh huge cast, um you know, I think the source material, it's Steve Steven Zalian, right? Uh, adapting from a book. It, it's everything that you expect from a Sc- Scorsese film. You've got De Niro and Pesci, you've got Al Pacino, Anna Paquin, of course, Harvey Keitel, uh, the story of, of Jimmy Hoffa, uh, epic story. What I've seen online, I, I can't find a runtime on this, but there are rumors that it is close to a four-hour runtime on this thing and that it had possibly been considered as a, a two-parter Uh Interestingly about the distribution of this, it's been picked up by Netflix, so it's going to have a theatrical release, but then eventually it's going to be showing up on Netflix. I don't know the time frame on that, uh, but this is going to be hitting theaters September 27th, so just around the corner uh, for this one. I'm, I'm a little surprised at that, that timing. Usually you think this is going to be one of those November-December Oscar type, uh, releases, but Netflix may be doing something a little outside the box and we'll see if this one finds, you know, that attention here in, in late September.
1: I uh, am very excited. I think it's really interesting. I'm actually curious. I I don't know enough about the story, uh, story of Hoffa, but I know we've already had a film version of it with Jack Nicholson playing the, uh, the character, uh, so now I'm kind of curious to see kind of what's the difference in the stories between the two. And it may make me want to actually finally go back and, and visit that version before I watch yeah. this one just to see, uh, you know, what's the – was did we – was the world clamoring for another story telling Hoffa's uh, story? <laughs> uh, I don't know, but um, – Despite that, I love the idea of Scorsese coming back with this group, and uh, that I think is uh, more than anything what makes me excited for this film. Yeah, I think that's true. And
0: anytime we get a you know a, a chance to see De Niro and Pacino doing something together, and maybe they'll actually be yeah. you know again have a, have a little bit more actual screen time together <laughs> in, in the movie. That would be fun. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I I'm a little bit I, I guess I'm a little bit nervous about it. Like I. I feel like um, it feels like an awful big story. And as soon as you say, you know, there's a chance yeah. Martin Scorsese made a four-hour movie about Jimmy Hoffa, I wonder <laughs> if it might be just preemptively long-winded. So, um, yeah. you know, we'll see. Love that Ray Romano's in it. That's exciting.
1: <laughs> <laughs> One yeah. unexpected if things, yes, if there's anything right? that sells it. I'll
0: take that. <laughs> it's Ray Romano, <laughs> yes. Uh, so I guess it's my turn then. Oh, yeah, when did all you, right. oh, September, yeah. late, uh, September 27th, September uh, late 2019 on yeah. Netflix. Okay. Uh, my, uh, trailer, I, I too, I like Andy. When I brought this up, Andy said he swears we talked about this. Uh, but I could not find it in our notes. And Steve, the keeper of all trailers that we've ever picked, has agreed we have not talked about this. Uh, it is. Okay, but you need to explain why we forced you in a corner to pick because, this trailer. Well, you need right. to explain it. You, you, <laughs> you mean, are the you. one who <laughs> we needs mean, to no, do it. Okay. <laughs> okay.
2: Well, A- Andy picked the <laughs> lighthouse, and then I picked mine, which was the Irishman. Yeah. And so we said, Pete. It has to be the. I did. I was just going to go with it has to be the something. Then Andy's like, Oh no, the and like compound word. I
1: guess. I guess I was involved <laughs> A in that.
2: conspirator. <laughs> so, so Pete luckily found something that fit that extreme criteria that was act that's actually uh, I think one he was. Interested I was. We anyway. have, I,
0: I feel like we've right? talked about this. Yeah. That is the goldfinch, yeah. uh, and yes. uh, or as humans pronounce it, the goldfinch. Uh, and I'm very excited about this. It's based on one of my very favorite books. Uh, my second, I will say, my second favorite book by author Donna Tart. Uh And uh, if you haven't read The Secret History, start there. Everybody else seemed to love The Goldfinch more than than Secret History. I partly mm. disagree. Uh, but this is still a very, very good uh, experience, reading experience. It is uh, uh, The adaptation is by uh, Peter Strahan and uh, directed by John Crowley. Um, it is the story of uh, a, a uh, bombing uh, at the Metropolitan Museum of Art, and a boy takes a painting. And that painting becomes central to the entire sort of narrative of uh, of the boy and the, the journey that he's on. I, I don't want to talk anymore about it, because it really is that much fun. Um, it, Finn Wolford is a young Boris Uh, Finn. We know from uh, stranger things. If you haven't been watching stranger things, he is in it. And so it's uh, that that's fun to see him making that leap. But we also have a fantastic cast uh, rounded out by Nicole Kidman and Sarah Paulson and Ansel Elgort and, and uh, uh, Jeffrey Wright, uh, Luke Wilson, uh, it's a, a fantastic cast that they brought together to tell this really interesting story, and I'm excited. I think it's the first thing that Donna Tart has had, um, uh, made into a film. What do you guys think of this one? Are you as excited as I am? I knew you were going to be excited. I, had a sense, this this just has it has all the feels yeah. for Pete.
2: I, I read the Secret History. I did not.
0: Well, love you're reading it, it, but it
2: wrong. I I yeah, <laughs> clearly I am. I don't know. She's just part of that group of just, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. It's just not my, my style of you think you're all, all that. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's, There's issues I have. I, I'm intrigued by this story though. I it's, it's probably not a book I'm going to read, but I think it's a fast fascinating trailer that's given me lots of, lots of teases about a lot of, I'm, I'm, this looks like a huge story. Yeah. It looks like there's a lot of different things going on and I'll I'm interested to see how this all comes together with just starting with this bombing and what this does to this character, because it seems like there's a lot of different sort of phases in his life that he goes through that we're going to get through this. So I'm
1: I'm on board for it. I'm uh, the trailer got me super excited. It looked amazing. And then I saw that it had a September release date and I lost all hope. <laughs> 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 and i hope i'm wrong i hope that uh, it ends up being good but i saw the september release day i'm like oh yeah. that's too bad yeah. i guess they didn't do I a know. good job <laughs> but
0: september's the new november, november that's right. september's the new november they just oh, run out of dates oh i think that we have to give it a shot because yeah. you know what do we get we're, we're we're excited about the irishman and that's september yeah, but that's I, a Netflix like thing, and Netflix. No, is... No, but it's theatrical than Netflix. No, but I know, but it's yeah. It, yeah. Netflix
1: is, is kind of I don't know, it's its own beast, and so I, yeah. I feel like I, I feel like Netflix I can kind of disregard when they do release dates because I feel like they just you know they've turned their <laughs> release schedule into whenever they feel like, and it 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 still succeeds. Um, if it's just okay. a straight theatrical, I don't know, it just well, makes me nervous. This was... So. Unless it's horror. I think you can pull off horror in September and that'll work. Uh I'm I don't know. I, I'll wait and see. I'm gonna give this right. one the benefit of the doubt because the trailer is well, so interesting. It'll
0: undoubtedly so, be a not, trailer pick. Yeah. Uh <laughs> because it feels like something that uh that that jj could get behind
2: oh that could, oh yeah that's no. one that
0: yeah i i anticipate on a try but the eventually yes. wouldn't it be fun to make this part of a series on uh the next reel so that we can do a list based on pulitzer prize winning novels that have failures as adaptations i feel like that's <laughs> that's, that's one that's no. gonna really get oh, no. andy in the sweet spot right yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow. Yes. Uh,
1: what, was that, uh, did that movie that you and McGregor direct, uh, was that one that uh, won a Pulitzer, American Pastoral? Because that one supposedly was a bomb. I don't know. I know that. I know that. I don't know. It. Yeah. Who knows?
0: Anyway. Well, uh, release dates, yeah. September, uh, U.S. When is the U.S. specifically? U.S. is uh, September 13th uh but we got we've got release dates for yeah. everything right after the Toronto International Film Festival they just start rolling out all over the world from September 11th uh yeah. through October 18th so this is gets a very very wide release and um that's it look for it in September should be <laughs> i don't know should be great or not <laughs> <laughs>
2: Well, I'll say I think maybe the what's happening is the holiday season is starting to get jam-packed with your it's like you got your winter tentpole big releases. You've got your Star Wars. You've got, you know, other franchises. We've got like Jumanji now, you know, things that would typically be summer starting Mm -hmm. to show up in the holiday season. And I think it puts those more serious, dramatic films that are your Oscar contenders. Some of them have to get pushed out a little bit. And I think that's why I'm going to say September's the new November, Andy. And we will we will see. Oh,
1: I don't know if I buy that. I don't know if well, I buy that. Well, we'll
2: find out in October, won't we? <laughs> well, <laughs> won't we, Andy? <laughs> we'll find out if October is the new February. Let's find out.
1: <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I'm looking forward to it. i okay. looking
0: forward to it. <laughs> all right. Uh, let's do the list.
1: Let's do it. This okay. is a, it's a list that we just kind of came up with on our own. Uh, we didn't do a poll. Um we, we just made polls stuff anymore, up.
0: yeah. <laughs> what? We well, do was, polls? Coming off
1: of hiatus. <laughs> I, I think well, I think in reality, we just were really ill-prepared to get started. And <laughs> we're so, like, hi, this is ending. Do it last. <laughs> I was like, crap, let's pick something. Uh, so anyway, here we are. Uh, we will get a poll done for next week. But for this one, we just decided let's do uh, – actually, we had Steve decide, and it is uh, Heroic <laughs> Outlaws. So that yeah. is what we will be discussing today. Oh, dear. Did you
2: actually, in the, in the 15 minutes before this, before we started recording, Pete, did you actually get, you know, it's funny together? the
0: movies that just kind of jump to mind. Like I, I actually, yeah. I feel like I okay. did. They're probably, uh, yeah, I mean, I, you, I, you guys will probably vote them all down, but I feel good about them, so. <laughs> Is Andy going to say, nope, right. we <laughs> nope, we did that on the show. Nope, we did that on the show. Doesn't count. Nope, we talked Was about it that two months ago. Was it based on a Pulitzer surprise-winning novel? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> Sorry. Well, let's start with uh, Andy then, because he has the A24. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, my first pick uh,
1: is, I ended up going to a different pool than I was uh, thinking, and I don't know why. But uh, for my first one, it is one of Disney's animated films. It is Lilo and Stitch. Uh, we have a really fun story about family, and uh, the, the, we <laughs> it focuses on this really insane little blue alien that lands in Hawaii and befriends this young girl. Uh, who kind of takes takes it in and teaches at the value of family? But this is an outlaw; it is wanted by the intergalactic police, and they pursue it there. And uh, but as uh, as Stitch learns, Ohana means family, and is able to save the day and become part of the family. I think it's a really adorable film. It was nice to see something uh, kind of fresh and original that uh, that Disney did. And it's just, it's really cute. I, I think that's the Stitch character was a fun one. And it was also nice kind of putting us into that Hawaiian culture and uh with a lot of Elvis music, it was a, it was a fun little movie. And that's my first pick Lilo and Stitch. That's the first
0: pick out of a month long hiatus. Lilo and Stitch.
1: <laughs> you say that as if it's a bad movie.
0: I don't really know. Shame on really you. Know.
2: It's 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 all right. My kids my kids enjoyed it. It was it was still you know yeah the sort of traditional animation and no I I I agree. I yes he is a criminal. He sort of becomes a little bit of the hero. Okay, he's
1: very much a criminal. Well, he's I know boy, he's very much he criminal. How,
2: how
0: heroic is he? You know, he that's, saves is,
1: the girl <laughs> and her family.
0: <laughs> yes, he does. Oh, gosh, you guys okay. need to watch no, it again. No, I definitely think I need to watch it again. I won't, but I do need to. I am very ill-equipped to have this conversation. Oh. I absolutely agree with <laughs> that. <laughs> Wait till my next
1: pick. Oh, no. All, All right, okay. Steve,
2: please. All right. Pete, I think this is probably going to be a steal because I I think we've talked about this one before. It seems like a movie that has a very fond place in your heart. I don't know. But when I think of, I I took the approach of we've got people that are that are breaking the law for a good reason. They're trying to tie back into the the Robin Hood thing. And yeah, when you have security experts led by Robert Redford, it's one of my favorites. I have not seen him forever. With uh, 92's sneakers We've got, you know, a great cast And if you haven't seen this one from the early 90s I haven't seen it in a while I'm assuming it still holds up Really solidly, I just remember having a great time With this, of these guys that uh, You know, trying to stop criminal activity By actually, you know, having to break the Absolutely law a steal,
0: are you kidding? Yes. Ah. yes Oh, I love that movie Oh, forget it <laughs> <sighs> Aren't they? Aren't
1: they? Uh, doesn't he work for the bank? They're, no, they're hired yeah. by the bank, right?
0: To do
2: so, that's beginning that's to to exploit to find the security flaws. But, right. then, but yeah, then, his ex partner right, is, right, right, is doing okay. stuff. Yeah, Oh, oh yeah.
0: so good. Look at
2: look at him trying to come after me, people. No, I was actually. <laughs> <Verifying laughs> <me. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> oh, villainous Andy has a British accent. Let's let's play some stereotypes there. <laughs>
0: All right. Uh, Well, on that note, I shuffle, shuffle, shuffle. I'm going to go with, uh, I I think, the... uh, Well, it's action. I'm going to go with big action. Much bigger action, I will say, than Lilo and Stitch. Uh, Lilo and Stitch, you could say, would be better if there were some elements taken from my first pick, and that is 1982's First Blood. Uh, (laughs) This is our fine uh, Green Beret. uh, uh, Rambo uh, is... John Rambo is... uh, uh, forced by a cruel sheriff and his deputies to flee into the mountains and wage an escalating one-man war against his pursuers. And, uh, you could say, with all the murdering and, the uh, the, uh, that uh, there's some law breaking going on there. He just wants to retire. You guys just let the guy go. But still, we have a fantastic uh, action performance, career defining action performance from Sylvester Stallone and uh, Richard Crenna and Brian Dennehy. I really love this movie, uh, and um, so I'll I'll go with First Blood. Uh, I'm one of those that really believes you gotta watch First Blood before you can watch Rambo, and so uh, there you have it first blood 1982 still have to finish watching it oh for crying out loud Andy <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no.
2: <laughs> I've, I have not seen it probably in like 30 years it's been a long time and I, I I forgot yeah he just wants to retire and I can imagine in the Rambo cinematic universe that there's somebody that wants to invent time travel to go back and stop that from happening because of all the death and destruction <laughs> that happens as a result. <laughs> Forget about stopping Hitler. Stop, stop John, John Rambo. Rambo from going on this. Stop him. <laughs> just stop the guy that set him off. <laughs> and just let him
1: retire. That is exactly uh, it. it's a well. He's visiting. He's trying to visit an old friend or something, right? Yeah. Well, wasn't it, it, isn't that the story? It's, it's he's going into this to little, visit little visit town, an and, and it's one of those yeah. things where he just yeah. doesn't. And look the town right. just freaks out because they're right. like, "This guy yeah. looks dangerous," and then they basically come rough,
0: after him. So it's not even like he's tired. It, or tired. No, he just, just he like, comes back from the war and he wants to to go and go in peace and find peace. And they push him, Andy. They push him. Yeah. Oh, no,
1: I'm just saying for retiring,
0: sure. I think, is the wrong word. Yeah,
2: I'm,
1: okay. Actually, yeah. You are you out.
0: What's your second pick,
2: <laughs> Andy? Put your video is up. It, I want to see, see the
1: monocle <laughs> in your
0: eye and the little cat on your lap.
1: <laughs> actually, and I pulled my stopwatch out of my little watch pocket for Andy's second yes. pick, Tangled. <laughs> you got it. How did you know? <laughs> Flynn Rider and the reason I picked this one <laughs>
0: no! yes, absolutely.
1: 100% you 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 pre-stole my pick weirdly oh it was my very god odd. I'm 100% sure like this is exactly what I was gonna do because oh no I don't even know what to say about this in our Robin Hood series because they yes. patterned the character of Flynn Rider yes, off of Errol Flynn's Robin Hood character he is a thief okay. he is an outlaw but he ends up falling in with Rapunzel and comes to her aid and ends up falling in love with her and helping her uh, defeat her mother. It's uh, a wonderful story, and I, I it's beautifully animated. I have a great time with Tangled. Alan Menken returned for the music. It's got some just beautiful moments, so uh, that is my second pick, Tangled.
0: I, I cannot believe that played out the way it did just now. I swear I to you either. that was, was a really joke. Weird. That was a gag. <laughs> I cannot believe it.
1: <laughs> you
2: you don't joke with God, things like seriously? that, Obviously. Don't... <laughs>
0: Don't dabble with the Disney. It'll burn you. Oh, wow. All right. Uh, So funny.
2: Wow. Okay. Sometimes you push a woman too far, and then they go on a a spree in the Southwest in Thelma and Louise. Nice. Yeah, because I think, you know, uh, again, one that I think maybe my, yeah, my kids are practically adults. One that I think, you know, looking at the role of women in cinema and and all this, I should probably sit down and and watch with them. But
1: uh, yeah. It's a great movie, um, yeah. and really Scott directed it. I think a lot of people kind yeah. of forget that with that particular film because yeah. it doesn't feel like a lot of his other films. But right. uh, and I know it's one of Pete's least favorite movies, but I oh, love really? it. And I have always yeah. tried to get it onto it, like when we do our um, um, you know uh, couples on the run series. Yeah. I was trying yeah. to get in there, and Pete's, Pete really forces that one out of the mix because he just doesn't like it this, at all. I
0: love it how we've reached the point in the show where you talk about me in the third person.
1: I'm right here, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, tell us about your hatred for the film, Pete. I don't want to no, talk I, about it. <laughs>
0: It's just so meh. Okay. Look, I I need to right. talk about my second pick, which is going to be uh the uh, fantastic 1994 uh Cuban Pete vehicle The Mask. Uh I this was one of those movies I saw at just the right time. I was in college. I and and uh Jim Carrey was like this, this was the Jim Carrey movie. And I apparently was doing a lot of like weird rubber face stuff. And so I got compared to the mask a lot. And they made me say that the, the lines quote the lines from the movie. And, uh, and so I just have this affinity for it. This whole idea of, uh, you know, this Joe Schmo who picks up this mask with, you know, Norse powers from uh, the god of mischief, Loki himself, and uh, goes on this rampage, <laughs> he robs banks, he does all kinds of crazy stuff, and becomes uh, has to uh, ultimately use his, use his abilities for good, uh, and discover who he was on the inside all along. Uh, I, I think this was um, a terrifically fun film, and weirdly, I, I missed the window where I could show it to my kids and they were actually interested in it. Uh, they were too scared oh, of it early because yeah. I showed it to them too early, and now they they don't care. So I don't know what to do about that. But uh, uh, it it was a great fun.
2: But wait, they're not they're they're still younger than you know, were when happens. you saw
0: it. It has to come back around. So again. you're
2: saying they're more mature than you were? <laughs> oh, you gotta, I gotta wait, wait for it to come big- back. Oh, okay, come
0: around. So. around. Yeah. Uh, Anyhow, okay. so um All right, don't see Son of the Mask for yeah. sure. Uh, but this one is. Yeah. Uh, I I did have a lot of fun with the mask and. There you go. Go ahead. Do what you do your worst.
1: It's a fun one. I think that the Marvel Cinematic Universe needs to incorporate that mask into the Loki TV show though.
0: Fantastic. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <You> <laughs> but, <laughs> but,
2: but now the now the mask that was from like a small indie comic that's yeah. not actually no, marvel right okay I, I just i just checking because i know andy's the master of marvel and i thought maybe it was some division side small division of marvel yeah and... the,
0: the mask the comic <laughs> was that was it, it, image? it, it who, what no. who made the uh, dark, dark Horse. Oh, uh, yeah. so I, it from dark, uh, dark from dark john arcudi and doug mankey and it is a it was i the comic is great, and I think it is so crazy <laughs> it's much much uh, crazier obviously than the the movie they they really toned it down, but um you know it's dark horse they 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 do things they do the things uh but the the original trilogy is absolutely worth reading of the mask, he was the mask. The Mask Returns, Trial of the Mask, Death of the Mask. I I don't know. We're in the Hulk thing. Uh, Mask Returns and the Mask Strikes Back. That was the original uh, limited series. Uh Totally worth reading. A lot of fun. And, um, you know, you can you can certainly see where they where they turned on on the to tone down the movie. It's it's a lot of fun. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Pete, would you like to <laughs> make another guess? title pick, or just tell honestly, everybody what it is? Because I feel like guess. Andy, uh, that I'd like to end on a high note and just just stay silent. I'd like to let people think that I can read your mind every time by not actually reading your mind every time.
1: <laughs> well, this uh, it shouldn't come as a surprise. And actually, this final pick of mine. Is a good way to kind of introduce our Marvel Movie Minute hiatus uh, <laughs> elements that we're going to be doing because it is actually the TV movie The Incredible Hulk <laughs> from 1977, which was the pilot episode of the TV show, but it is a theatrical length hour and a half Uh, pilot episode and it is the story of uh in this case it's david banner who uh gets uh who does an experiment with gamma rays and ends up uh you when he gets angry he turns into the hulk and at the end of the episode the nosy reporter thinks that this incredible hulk creature killed david banner along with uh elena the woman that he was working with and so now he is on the run um but as we know from the tv show he becomes a, a heroic outlaw because he roams the country helping people in need and always on the lam because uh
0: everybody wants to catch the incredible hulk so that's my final pick well that's very timely i cannot uh, judge you for that andy because you know i also have to watch it you, wait, he has to
2: watch it. The, the way he phrases that, it's not something you're looking he gets for. To watch it. It. Right, he gets to watch it. All right, Steve. Oh my, all right. Um, uh, I have to give credit on this list because it was a busy week. And so I texted my wife. I said, here's the topic. And she actually she's the one that sent me sneakers in film on Louise. I, I would have put them there anyway. It would have taken me a while to get there. So I have to thank her for, for priming the, the list there. Uh, so my third one, uh, I'm going more recent, a film that I really enjoyed. Uh, it was a, a nice surprise for me with some nice twist to it. But again, this idea of... You know, sort of the heist for for the right reasons, uh, with some some country bumpkins, uh, with Steven Soderbergh's Logan Lucky. Oh, is uh, my my final yeah. pick for that? Yeah, uh, you know, it just like I said, I didn't have time to put a lot of thought into it, but that's when I said, you know, uh, worth
0: worth revisiting again. I guess I love it so much. I like it when you show up and just. Yeah openly admit that you're totally phoning it in
1: <laughs> yes why not <laughs> i it's, you know i i appreciate that pick because there's a lot of uh there's some fine john denver in it yes that's not true <laughs> fine go. fine john denver fine. that's what i'm always yep. looking for <laughs> Yep.
2: and like i said didn't i always say i wanted to always take one and point back to an
0: earlier episode that's true Get listeners back <laughs> on the show. That's right. There right. you go. <laughs> yeah. There we go. All, All right. right. My final pick. I had to shuffle some things because it was sneakers, but did Steve picked it. And he, and not only yeah. did he pick it, he picked it as his, like, number three spot. Like, he's, I don't even care spot. Whatever. Early, early yeah. on. I'm just going to steal right. it right, so right up early. Yeah. But what are you, you going to do? I, uh, I, I think I'm going to go with one that I actually can't believe uh, that uh, didn't make into um, Andy's list. At all, which is uh, uh, that Mm. story of uh, Los Angeles police officer Brian O'Connor as he has to decide where his loyalty really lies as he becomes one of the fast and the furious. Come Uh, on, you guys. What's (laughs) up?
2: We debated that in our Uh, house. Really? Because were they. Well, so. Yeah, so like the whole gang are they are they really heroic? Or are they just criminals that aren't as you know mean as the other guys? And it's been a long time since I've seen it all. So are they really heroic outlaws? or Are they just outlaws? Yeah, that, like, aren't that
0: is that's a really good question. As, like, like what is the difference between like a yeah. heroic outlaw and an anti-hero? Right. Yeah, exactly. Right. Well, yeah. I'm gonna go with uh, heroic outlaw but, because yeah, I, it sure yeah. helps fill that spot. I'm, that you I'm, I'm stole. gonna go for it. So, sure. <laughs> somebody so let's just say going. somebody in the series <laughs> the fast and the furious, it's probably hot oh sure uh eventually yeah. we'll get there so yeah uh so that's it that's our big list for the week uh rounding out with fast and the furious what do you what are we going to do next week you guys
1: well, next week we are looking at the next in our Robin Hood series, The Adventures of Robin Hood with Errol Flynn from 1938. So uh, we already did Heroic Outlaws. That's going to cover a lot of the Robin Hood stories. <laughs> so what, what uh, differences would we like to do? Uh, people dressing in tights. Adventurous films. I still got people in
0: tights. <laughs> Oh, you know I, that's uh, going Well, on. it should, but I was wondering <laughs> yeah, if, we should, if we should hold that until we actually do men in tights. Oh, well. Okay, whatever. Whatever you yeah, yeah. W- whatever you ought to do, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> but really, they're not tights. <laughs> they're leggings. <laughs> leggings. Uh men in leggings wasn't wasn't as you know, funny. You uh-huh. know, he he wears the recruiter yeah. uniform. Yeah, tights.
2: Uh okay. The Adventures Robin Oh this is the the Errol Flynn one. This is Oh this mm-hmm. is like one of the sword fights. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, sword, the, fights. The sword fights. Yeah, the great great films of 1938 archery tournaments. Group. Oh <laughs> we have to do archery <laughs> <laughs> tournaments. Yes, there because so this is the great silhouettes.
0: <laughs> there you go. Great <laughs> silhouettes in
2: <and> movies. <laughs> well, do you want to do archery or sword fighting or do you want to do them both
1: in this one? I mean, whatever it doesn't get picked, we can always bring back. Well, uh, yeah, I, I say we do sword fighting. This uh, this has, I think, kind of a very uh, you know one of cinema's great uh, duels. So I, I'd say sword duels. Okay, okay. Uh, uh, for this one, that would make sense, and then we can save the archery God, for there's later. Some great choices okay. around sword duels. We also have a quartermaster duel. Or quarter, quarters, or quarter had, staff? Quarter well, staff. it's actually
2: a buck and a quarter quarter staff, but I'm not telling him that. <laughs> uh, because this is uh, King Richard. Uh, he's disguised in this oh, one. yeah, right? you're right. This we have like the King's
1: Terrible Disguise, disguise or, or something like that yeah, yeah. It really he just has a hood on but well, yeah, nobody but can tell he, he, he forgot his glasses and mustache <laughs> like, combination exactly yes. just her worst, just worst movie disguising
0: can we do that <laughs> okay sure we can do that yes uh, All right. you can't tell who I am now can you
2: <laughs> wait where's Andy there's some British guy on the podcast now I don't know who that is like does, that, does that give us three?
1: <laughs> No, we only have two, right? Sword duels what? and worst movie disguises. What's the I third I thought one?
2: we were doing tights. Oh, we're saving
1: men in tights. I, yeah, tights you're for right. men We tights. should save that yeah. for Robin Hood yeah. and men in tights. I'll just okay. be really All
0: disappointed right. if people don't vote on it when that movie comes <laughs> around. Well, we still have more Robin Hood movies after that, so it'll be on there every week until <laughs> yeah. then. I
1: just don't think any of them are going to wear tights I afterwards.
0: I don't know that it has to matter. I mean, we could just <laughs> say whatever the hell we want. <laughs> So we've got the sword
2: um, fights, we've got the horrible movie
1: disguises, and we've got the the friar tuck with the really gruff voice. So, so Andy, you're telling me you can't? Oh, we should do something remember, around uh, friar who tuck. Plays What's it his twice. name? Yeah. Uh, Little John. This is oh, Little John. Who's the same? He's playing the same actor. Same, in, there uh, you go. A, same actor in the same role. role. Yeah. yeah. same yeah. Same role. Okay. Okay. Actors in same roles. Yes. Actor be repeating the. role. I can only think of one like other
0: one, and that means. Somebody will absolutely that means, pick this. That means
1: you just have some movies to watch, Pete. You yeah. love watching it all. Yeah. Of these,
0: like, all of your research,
1: your volcano movies. <laughs> I, I just have to say how fitting it was that right before I logged in here to do our conversation, I saw that Stephen Smart had just watched Outlaw King. Like, oh. yeah. At first I, I saw the title and I'm like, oh, Pete's doing his research. Oh,
0: no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen Smart. If I hadn't been so sick, I absolutely so, would have done that last
1: night. So do we want to do actor's? Playing the same character in different films?
0: Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. We just have to All do a lot of research. Early.
1: Now, but how are we delineating that? Because it's not like, you know, Ewan uh, McGregor like playing Obi Wan yeah. Kenobi
0: in a sequel. Oh, Andy. That's a great question. Uh-huh.
2: Why do you got to be yeah, a downer a real... on
0: that? Because <laughs> this is, we're back in an totally era where they didn't have, the so.
2: I yeah, did. Oh, I'm for, sorry. Wait, why yeah. Jiggly monkeys <laughs> pooping in the lemonade. Uh, wow, back to the jiggly monkeys. We haven't talked about them in a long time. Okay. I uh, yeah, Well, yeah, because it's the difference between, like, you've got a cohesive, like, franchise and character, but
0: to say entirely separate productions, where you'd of say there's, the same, there's essentially the same s- movie. So sequels don't same. count now what are you going to do okay this well, is all of a
1: sudden getting really hard <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: too many rules too many rules
2: but i i agree you don't want to just say oh well william shatner he played captain kirk and you want you want to have some way to define that these are not related yes properties so yeah sequels you know
1: yes. is it with at least like 10 years between productions does that oh, help heck no does that help? That
2: doesn't help at all. <laughs> no, because that, ki- that, that that kills one of mine. Well, it's going to kill a lot of op- options, yeah. but at least it's yeah. ki-
1: killing the sequels. All
2: no, right, but there's let's... there's somewhere it's like a – and it can be like a small cameo reference. I mean, there's lots of different ways to be like, oh, that person's playing that person again, but in a smaller role. Or maybe it's a lead. There's different things, but kill off franchises and sequels, and I think leave it kill at that. Kill off
0: franchises and sequels. My God, you that's a yeah. tricky one. So okay, hard. so
1: actors playing the same character in different films, no franchises or sequels.
2: <laughs> right, and we'll see what They're the voters pick. This I one. They, they won't, won't pick this one. They won't
1: pick. I don't know if I can pick a single thing.
2: Hey, if between the three of us, we come up
1: with three <laughs> movies, then we'll be good.
0: <laughs> is there an emoji for a triple well, star? I don't know. All right.
1: Y- yeah. Oh my gosh. All right. This poll is going up, everybody. It'll be in the okay. Show Talk channel. And um, I don't know. We're going to be shuffling around some of the channels uh, for uh, as we kind of revise Patreon. So I'm assuming it'll still be in Show Talk under the concessionaire.
0: Yeah, the real the real channel. issue is, is I. Right, you know, I, should we talk about this? Is there, are there people interested in this? uh sure they are sure if they're if they're they're patreon Patreon supporters supporters,
1: they're getting this uh
0: so we're just trying to simplify patreon and so what we're what we're doing with patreon is just saying look if you if you support what we do on the show there's the the tip tier which is one to four dollars and we just appreciate it and you get the saturday matinee and you get your own custom rss feed to get the saturday matinee and that's that's just and you get our deep deep love and thanks and then there is this other tier, the concessionaire tier is five bucks uh, minimum. You you can pay whatever you want. You could give us $100 a month, whatever. Uh, but what you get there is and, and you get to choose between three different concessionaire tiers. All of them are five dollars. And it's all about what you want early. So if you want the next real show, the me and Andy show, the Steve and JJ show, all of the next real stuff then there's a concessionaire level for you there. Uh, five bucks. You get all of the next real stuff early. Uh, and there are no ads in it, no ad reads, no promotional stuff. It's just the movie, uh, in your, in your personal RSS feed. If you want the Marvel movie minute stuff, there's a concessionaire Marvel movie minute channel for you there. And it's the same five bucks a month and you'll get all the Marvel movie minute shows early as they're produced. You get them. Uh, and then there is a concessionaire that we're, we're just calling the works, which is you get everything. If you want all the Marvel movie minute early, all the next real stuff early, you get every show that we we push live. Uh, you get it early and ad free in the works and they're all five bucks and or whatever you want to pay. And uh, we it it comes with our great love and uh, admiration for you for supporting what we do. This is uh, as Andy and I were talking the other day, this has become an expensive hobby (laughs) over the last uh, eight (laughs) years and uh, expensive, not just in just, you know, technology, but in in time. And so I think that's uh, that's can be lost uh when you're just listening to free podcasts that come out there's just an enormous amount of time and attention that goes into uh preparing these shows recording these shows producing these shows and delivering them to you so we man you have no idea how much we appreciate uh your participation in uh via patreon to help us keep doing keep going and uh, pay some bills so we'd like to grow that, frankly. I mean, that's that's where we are. And so the main show, we are doing more uh, advertising content. So there's you're going to start hearing ad breaks if you subscribe in Apple Podcasts on the, the free tier. You're going to start hearing more stuff uh, as we look for more creative ways to pay the bills. So if you don't want to hear any of that stuff, uh, then Patreon's the way to go. Uh, Patreon at the concessionaire level. That's the way to go. Yeah. Right. So right. That, did I miss anything?
1: No, and just, uh, yeah, I mean, just go over there to Patreon and check it out. It's not quite finished yet, is I've it? I've got or some. Or are all the new well, levels Well, the levels revised are revised, and, and you can in go in and change. Yeah. What
0: we're, What I'm going to ask you to do, if I if I may be so bold, is to, if you are in one of the old levels, change your level to one of the new ones um one of the current ones and you can do that i'll I'll post links in in discord and all that and and actually to bring it back to discord once we do that there will be just the two sets there will be the main free set of community channels and then the concessionaire channels for for patreon subscribers and that's where the you know you'll get all those updates at the higher level so the sneaker i think the sneaker patreon channel is going to be um it's, it's, it's folding in the concessionaire. Yeah. That's, that is accurate. And concessionaire cool. gets all the live stream stuff. You'll get access to the pre-show for the film board. You'll get uh, the YouTube live streams. Um, all of that will go into concessionaire. I think that's it. Cool. All right. Thanks Great. for yeah. your patience listening through all of that description. So that'll be all those changes will be coming around this week. That is it, everybody put a fork in it <laughs> thank you very much for joining us everybody uh we appreciate your time and attention i'll be having the good steve Sarmiento and andy nelson who need to go watch movies and hang up the call uh pete Wright, we'll see uh we'll see you at the movies here's a good thumbs up no when the movie ends our conversation begins Just visit the slash originals. Your purchases made through our links. Give us a small commission at no extra cost to you and allow us to keep having these fantastic